Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again. One of the last episodes of season two. This is, oh, I cannot wait, Daniel, to see what Jesus you think. Christ. I cannot wait. Um, we are talking about a record. This is a self-titled EP from Headwoom City. I am Nick Mahalik, joined as ever by Nick Gregorio. Hey. And my good bunny, Daniel DeFranco. Bang your head. Awake the dead, my friends. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so, uh, man, Headwoom City, if, if we're unaware, uh, those listeners, um, this is a super group, a thrashy ass, uh, one might say post-punk super group. Post-hardcore. Post-hardcore. Yeah. That's where Blood Brothers usually get it. So we have uh, two members of Blood Brothers. We have the guitarist, Nick Zinner. Who I believe uh, is 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 the the sort of brain spearhead. Yeah, the spearhead of, of this. This is his brainchild. Um, and then we have um, from the Locust. We have uh, two members from that band. That figures. Yeah. So so we <laughs> have uh, Gabe on drums from the Locust. We have Justin uh, on some vocals and bass from the Locust. And then we have uh, one of the singers, um, the deeper voice singer from uh blood brothers um and uh, of course we have the guitarist from blood brothers and nick center so uh to give a little bit of background headwim city uh is a super group comprised of those fellas um and it started as a drunk dial uh we have uh i think it was in london i believe after a show uh yeah yeah yes and um uh the blood brothers were playing together and uh nick was sitting there hanging out with uh Jordan and Billy from Blood Brothers, and they were talking about like, let's make a fucking super group. It's a weird bill. Well, I think they were talking about um, uh, that band Violent Ramp, and uh, if I'm remembering sort of like the background a little bit, they were like talking about that sound and that that type of band. Like, oh, you know, bands can do this other thing because you know when you listen to Zinner on this album versus yeah yeah yeah's I love and that's my my favorite thing about this is that you get Nick I think true Nick comes out in this fucking this fucking band like uh and to combine He's him with the the oh my god with the and you know he is like you have those those moments especially in um the yeah yeah yeah's first two albums you have those uh like date with the night where you just get that raw sort of like crunch coming through the guitar and 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 you he's on the edge like if he lost it you get a really sort of blistering distortion <laughs> sort of like moment you know but you luckily have the drummer and yeah 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 kind of keeping him keeping him a little more a little more uh, swingy a little more a little more poppy if you will uh <laughs> whereas you put him with blood brothers and holy shit, he's Fucking just going to... I mean, the guitarist in Blood Brothers, I didn't even know there was a guitarist in Blood Brothers when I started listening to them because it doesn't sound anything like a guitar. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't. And so um, that's a little background. Mm -hmm. These dudes are hanging out. They drunk dial the dudes from the Locust, and then it comes together in 05, uh, and this album uh, manifests and is, is, is now able to be listened to, and I fucking love them for it. I think Ten minutes long? God damn it. It's so it's so good. And I just want to hear you guys' reactions. I love it. You guys let me know what you think. I'm so good. Oh wait, one more thing. This was brought to us by my brother Michael. Michael found this. 
Um, and so I got to give him props because he's always he's now my ear to the ground. Dude loves uh, the most aggressive shit. It's awesome. It loves it. It's it's so awesome. fucking such great. a sweet, like soft spoken. Yeah, young man. quiet young man. Well, offensive <laughs> even. Yet you've seen him play. Yeah. Oh yes. And so you, he's a he's a madman. Yeah, on the stage. What? Yeah where it comes from uh so in any case um we have to thank michael uh for this revelation thanks mike yeah take it away what do you think what do you think somebody somebody uh, i think it's fucking rad i think (laughs) it is fucking rad and i'll tell you why go for it because it is pure fucking expression man absolutely it is aggression it is i bet they were like we got uh, a week of studio time yep let's make a let's make an album dudes yep that's it And and that's what happened and it's i don't doubt it it's fucking insane and the only thing i wish is that i could hear what the guitars are doing better because all i got was treble and bass yeah from that and that was kind of a bummer um but i did listen Cause to you the, want mid he well, wants 100 percent mid i want to hear the fucking <laughs> riffage now i understand you know? The mids. you know what it is you, you you don't get when you have that much on your your guitars right they're going through yeah that shit um talking about uh amps and processors and things of that nature pedals you're not gonna get sort of the nuance that you'd like uh and i understand well that. there's 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 cleaner hardcore records like this or, or experimental records like this where you can hear all the riffs. well i wanted to I, and hold that for a second because i do want to do our little comparison to yeah. like this record so that you know listeners can get a sense of what we're talking about because sure. just Saying thrash and kick ass and then all this stuff is is not giving them a sense of what you know what else I also <laughs> liked. This is a little bit different, but when they the bass will just pick up this straight up eighties hardcore bass line, yes, and then you would expect one thing like a super fast hardcore beat or then, a heavy ass yes, breakdown, and they go into this offbeat yep. indie rock shit that just sounds even better than I. Well, your whole rhythm section, that's the thing I love about this, is your whole rhythm section is coming from one band. Yeah. And then you're, 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 the rest of the band is, 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 is these other two groups. And I love that because you got to keep the rhythm section together. Daniel, you wrote about it, I think, extensively in your novel where the bassist's right hand and the drummer's right foot come together in this sort of cosmic alignment and... I think it's it's one of those things where you keep the the rhythm section together, you're gonna make a good record. Panic years out, August. Are <laughs> <laughs> you buying links or panicyears.com? <laughs> that was beautiful. What are your thoughts? Well, I can't talk about this album without first talking about some bees. Okay. So I bought a power washer. Uh, you can borrow it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, you can you can rent it, Nick. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, wow. <laughs> Clear hierarchy uh, established there. <laughs> <laughs> clean <But> why? <laughs> I'm not coming to your fucking book launch on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm cleaning the uh, uh, Panic Years book launch. That's August 15th. <laughs> this episode is coming out way after. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, so I'm, I'm cleaning the front of my house, and uh, unbeknownst to me, living in the, uh, what I can only, I guess, call Oh, real arch. bees. Oh, real bees. Over the transom or the archway of my door, I disrupted. Uh, they're living in like it's like this weird like aluminum siding kind of archway. It's hollow, Jesus. so I must have disrupted them by blasting the uh, their entrance. I way. would imagine. So <laughs> with pressure treated water. Yeah. So I've been dealing with this bee situation for the past couple of days, 
and uh, and I don't Just angry bees, and I, I don't have the courage. I bought a can of the spray shit, to, like the foamy stuff. You know, oh they, yeah, you know, I use get, it all the time. You don't have to get that close, but it's like twenty feet. The thing is, I gotta, powerful stream. I gotta get the Jeez. nozzle up in there. Oh no, you don't. No, this you, you'll see. I'll show you pictures, but right. listen, I have to get the nozzle up in there. Sounds like you're just yeah. being a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have the courage to do it. To do it, yeah. But because of the potential for bees to assault your face. Well, the I see jackets, where you're going. Yeah. I, I see the connection. Listen, they're not going to sting you once. Mm-mm. They get you, and then they release a pheromone that says, Hive, attack! Yeah. And then they all come after you. Well, I know how bees work. They'll chase you for 100 yards. <laughs> I've seen my girl as well. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to lose my glasses. Macaulay Culkin, no! He can't see without his glasses. <laughs> I mean... I'm, I, I, I'm going to put this album on tonight when they're sleeping. And, and just psych yourself up yeah, and do it. Yeah. Nice. That's a good move. And it's 10 oh. minutes long. I'm just going to... Yeah. Put, put ah! <laughs> following you, following you, following you. <laughs> they just start falling out yeah. one by one. I'm blasted them. Yeah. So that's how I feel about this album. Carcasses. Is that uh, it's a soundtrack to murder insects. Yeah. To murder a hive of insects that could potentially murder you. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, that's dangerous. So I see where you went there, and I agree. I, I like it too. Don't not like this, but I will probably never put it on again after tonight, unless I have to do a reapplication. See pairs <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I, I have a ton of respect. What's the guy's name? Nick Zinner. Yeah. Um, I, I learned this after listening, doing some research, that he was in the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, and I just thought it was so beautiful that a guy, an artist, is in the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, and he's doing this thing in the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, but then. He also can and wants to do this very well, so I, I like yeah. that yeah. to the uh, the expression of, of his multitudes. I feel like the yeah yeah yes is actually the thing where he's pushing himself a little bit. Yeah. I feel like here is where I'm. Maybe this is just my optimistic hope that like here is where we're the getting the true Nick Zinner. Like this is his him in his yeah. natural state. And yeah, 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 is where he's he's pushing himself to make something accessible and make something that, you know, um, is arguably well, not arguably, is a little more beautiful, a little more polished, a little more, um, yes, you know, digestible. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in I've been in some bands, uh, most notably the, the the recent one, those people, and we were aiming for more. Indie. That's how you say it. I always thought it was those people. I never said like, oh, my buddy Daniel. He's in, yeah, he's in a band. He's he's in those people. Ooh, like Clint Eastwood walking into town. Yeah, yeah. It's those people. Those people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just old racist guy. Yeah. <laughs> Gran Torino. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> um, whose bees are these? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> So we were aiming for like a more like indie kind of pop bent, but in rehearsals, every once in a while, you're working on a riff or something, and then or you're playing a song and you just kind of go off on this just that deep, just yeah, fucking thump metal uh, threat, whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's something so primal and pure, and it feels so good. The band all follows yeah. suit, mm. and then you look at one another and. If it was really good, you go, I think we should maybe keep that. Or if it was just <laughs> like fun and completely converse to the band, well, you, yeah, go, you just start cohesive. laughing yes, with one another. Yes, you just, yes, yeah. that's exactly what so, it is. Yeah. So I, I, 
I, I admire that. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Do, 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 sing it, boy. Hey, 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 Mrs. Jones, she's got a lovely daughter. <laughs> 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 I admired that 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 these guys were like, no, let's let's indulge that. Yes. Yeah. The why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll I'll say this for those um who, who maybe don't know these other bands, um Blood Brothers overly indulges that. Outrageous. That is them all the time. Although Young Machetes, I would argue, that's is their most this. accessible album, and that's not. And it's this. still that's tough. Like, that's and you know what's cool is is um uh they, they have that. Um, uh, uh, keyboard, but it's not. It's a. It's an organ, right? It's. I always want to say a mellotron. Is that an organ? Wurlitzer. It's like I think it is a Wurlitzer. Actually, it's an old like Wurlitzer. Dun 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 dun. And they throw that into songs like this. I felt like Headroom City to me is like if you had all these guys make Burn Piano Island Burn, Blood Brothers. I think second album. If they had, if they were all together to make that, this is, I feel like, sixty percent Blood Brothers, twenty percent of the other the other guys combined for a full one hundred, yeah. um, and that's, I, I think, really, pretty, pretty amazing. Given that the whole rhythm section is from another band, right? The, the fact that it can come out with this sort of sheen of Blood Brothers, but with this just sort of like. You know, as you said, multitude of, of sound from these other guys as well. But it really, to me, was most reminiscent of, of Burn, Pia- Burn Piano Island Burn um, in that it's brutal, it's thrashy. The drums are tight. Drummer from Blood Brothers is incredible. They're, 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 they're he's pretty incredible, I would say, those, those, those rhythms he's throwing out in the world. This is incredible too, though, man. No, like, no, I mean on this record, on Headwoom City, yes, yeah, yeah. The, well, it's not the it's not the drummer from Blood Brothers. Though. Oh, excuse me. It's okay. a drum, it's a drummer from the Locust, and and oh, and God. that the I think Locust. is is amazing, because the imagination it, it takes to be given this thing, where as um, you said, you're expecting we'll go into that traditional breakdown, we'll go yeah. into that traditional hardcore, and, beat, and we don't get it. No. And that's what Blood Brothers is one of the reasons that I love Bro- Blood Brothers. It's also yeah, yeah, yeah. Has, has a great drummer as well. You know, I, I mean, there's he's you can't say anything bad about that band. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I th- I feel like he's certainly traditionally like a jazz mm-hmm. drummer. I mean, even just from his traditional grip and stuff like that. Um, it's like the police. But exactly, yeah. You got a little Stuart Copeland action. Mm-hmm. Dude, do Wells. Dude's also very calculated and and nuanced. You know. Um, in any case, Headroom City. This just. Wales start to finish songs are a minute and a half you know two minutes and and frankly it it's one of those things it'll psych you up to to destroy some wasp lives there's a breakdown in the last track called michael j fucks yeah that <laughs> is so awesome that you, you just you, your head will just pound yeah as you you're driving in your car it's fucking outrage it is i I mean michael said uh because i asked him i was like you know you brought us this album is there anything you want us to say about it and mike just said uh i I just want to mention um i want to be your original sin that was all he wanted to say about it and i was like absolutely (laughs) put it it on the air i i mean the the beautiful thing about this is is i don't know why 
music like this doesn't reach a larger audience. It doesn't reach a larger larger audience in America. Okay. Like the, there are other Flush countries. Flush that out a little bit. So I, I was big into power metal for a long time, like Halloween and Gamma Ray and all these ridiculous, operatic, but super fast thrash metal bands. Sure. In Germany, they're charting. And wow. Those bands chart. Okay. Because I know Germany has like uh, Meshuggah, yeah. right? They're mm-hmm. from Germany. And they, they're they, number one top sales record every time they put a record out. Meshuggah. Yeah. Because I saw them open for Tool and I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. And I was at a Tool so show. So in the United States, music like this is tamped down because people traditionally would go to the radio for their music. Okay. And the music that you get on the radio is the exact opposite of this. It's so funny, though, because, like, everyone knows, and it may change one day, but everyone knows if you break in America, that's that's how you make a music career, essentially, because the industry exists here. Um, and what's interesting, and, and I think the innovation exists here as mm-hmm. well. Like, you you have, you know, uh, of course, that happening all over the the world and why we're getting these influences from Iceland and, and, and all over the place as well. You know, you got Kraftwerk. You know, they exist. They're awesome. <laughs> um, but... I think the, the just the the size of it and having the industry exist here, most of it happens here. With Headroom City and 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 bands like this, you know, these are the things that I had friends who would burn a CD with three bands like this and give it to you. And and I feel like like word of mouth and things like that have been the way and being invited to a show in a basement or in a, a dive, you know, something like that. That's been the way that you found the music that you love and that 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 becomes yours and and, and you have uh, some ownership on it because you were there then with them and and you see the trajectory of it where the bands that are on the radio, they've been around for a decade before they've gotten on the radio or they they have just this hit or the saccharine sheen that that gets them there right. you know well, and I, and there used to be it's always that saccharine sheen though yeah and, and, and uh, i feel sugar. like an old guy i feel like an old guy i'm 32 and i feel old yelling at this music that i believe it or not i listen to the radio and i'm like that's it's not bad i just went to see counting crows in live man <laughs> like i see episode 1 <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, I saw him on, on, on Saturday, and, and it, it, you know, I listened to it, of course, but I think it's that connection mm-hmm. and, and that deep-seated sort of like, I don't know any other word for it than, than sort of like a partial ownership uh, uh, of the tunes them, themselves. Like, I got Burn Piano Island Burn, I think, a little bit after it came out, and, and my connection to Blood Brothers is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw them on their, their first tour, and, and my connection to them is awesome. We used to cut, co- Michael and I covered maybe three songs. One of them was Date with the Night, and we fu- fucking, you know, loved it. And, and it's, it's one of those things, refused, you know, when they came out. You have that connection, and I think even now, I'm not nearly as angry. As I was, this is angry music. Very pumps you up to kill bees. Um, Which I don't think you're allowed to kill bees anymore. (laughs) Yellow jackets. Yellow jackets. Not not honeybees. Okay. Yeah, they're honeybees. And who's out there killing honeybees to begin with? Pricks. Pricks. (laughs) (laughs) Just pricks. Um, (laughs) Absolute pricks. Uh, But but even though I'm not that angry anymore, I still. Oh my God, love yeah. it! I love it. It's it's got such a place in my in my fucking heart, man. 
I don't know. I would, I, I'd love to speak the connection for a moment because when I first started listening to music, everything that I listened to, I needed a personal connection to get into it, no matter what it was. And my first favorite band was the Mighty Mighty Boston's, and they just they speak to me still. Um, and and that that comes from hardcore roots as absolutely. well. Absolutely, yeah, so they that makes they sense. made ska core. That's that's what it was. But then as I got older, it was like consume music, get as much as possible. And, and put it into my brain so I can yeah. have larger conversations about music. And now it's back to the, I need a connection to really want to get into a record. Like I've been listening to the new Churches album all summer and I can't it, get away from it. It's with a V, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's fucking brilliant electro pop music mm. and I can't get away. It's just, I, it spoke to me in a way yep. and I haven't been able to listen to anything else. So Have you been finding that that's happening more now? I felt like... It's so funny because I've played music for 20 years, but pretty much all of the bands that I've absolutely loved and been moved by, I think one out of five I found on my own. And I've always had somebody next to me giving me that. And now I feel like the assumption is with Spotify and these different algorithms that are going to be feeding you stuff. Um, I, I And maybe it's because I've been getting older I've been actively seeking out yeah. suggestions from other people as opposed to the algorithm, even though I fucking pay for it, you know? And I, I find that to be really interesting because that actually, if someone knows you well enough, they're <laughs> going to recommend you something you're going to love. Yeah. And I don't think an algorithm can ever know you that well, you know, an algorithm, I'll, I'll give it to you like this. Death from above refused and Soundgarden have never showed up on my Spotify once. That proves that algorithm don't know shit. Exactly. Like, <laughs> come on. Of the <laughs> of the music I listen to, by, by the rule of averages states that yeah. you should have hit on one of those guys at come least. On. You know, by now. And what's I, and another one, I should have got Headwoman City by now. Right. I definitely should have, given what I listened this to. This is your band, I feel like. What the fuck? Right. And I and I haven't yet. And, but my brother said, Hey Nick. Pick. Yeah. 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 This is a Nick pick. Yeah. For sure. And so let's talk about guitars for a second. And I'll look to my two friends who are guitarists first. How do you feel about making a guitar sound like this? As if you've, you know what it always sounds like when they have it so dialed back and, and muted that that, right? Like it's just like you've, you're taking a, a fucking quarter and strumming it over just like <laughs> numerous layers of construction paper. <laughs> like that's what it, I, I, I'm, I'm hearing just, and it's just this palm mute. There's, you're not getting notes in the same way that you're used to. I love, I love that. I literally did not think that the Blood Brothers had a guitarist. Well, it's percussive. That's why you like it. Well, they were nicely done. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's percussive guitar playing. Mm -hmm. Um, it's fantastic. How do you think about these two guys like Godsmack. together? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Although I, think I don't Godsmack mind Godsmack. Put out a pop record. <laughs> the lead singer is a drummer, and I feel like that's yeah, why that's, you get some. You get and some. He writes. He writes the the licks. Yeah. And he's named after a Monsters Incorporated character. Daniel, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was it. Yeah, it's very percussive playing. Um, do you think they work well with one another? Because these are two distinct guitar players. Right, guitars from Blood Brothers and and Nick Zinner. Who's the Billy from Blood Brothers and Nick Zinner are very distinct sounds themselves. 
do you think they work well together? Do we do we do we get some sort of melding as if it is one guitar? It doesn't sound like one guitar, but there is some melding. Um, they're in a band, you know. They're creating a cohesive sound. It's not like a yeah, but they're not going for like Thin Lizzy. They're not going. No, they're not like doing doing an octave apart. You went Almond Brothers. I went Thin Lizzy. It's beautiful. It's like uncanny. Um. I don't know, man. It's not my cup of tea, but I I admire the artistry. Um, playing wise, this for for me, this is the type of music that's more fun to play in a room. Like I would play this with you, yeah, in the room. But I would never want to record point. it, and like I don't want to listen to it. Strong it's so point. weird, right? That is, I don't know why, but, but that is a very real thing. No, there are, there's some shit like I gave Daniel a whole bunch of shit via text message, and I appreciate that point. I think that's a very, very strong point <laughs> yeah. because um, there's even like a layer that I, I have trouble getting to. Like I'll listen to Sepultura a lot. I've mentioned this a million times, I'm sure. The algorithm spits me back stuff that is unlistenable to me because Sepultura, I think, to your point again, is very percussive. Right. I mean, they're from Brazil. Right. And, 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 and that comes back. But they're like the thrash metal band. Uh, on my my list and i feel like a lot of the stuff that i that i hear come after them be so much fucking fun to play so much fun to play but i don't think i would ever do it do it yeah. like listen to it for any extended period of time yeah. yeah i don't know why that's a really good point there are those things that are fun to play those things that are fun to listen to and i'll even say this i don't know nick if you're like this but I do have to give myself like I'll listen to Burn Piano on Burn for a couple weeks. Yeah, I'll, every day driving to school, kids will be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I'll be like, <laughs> I, "I don't know. I'm part of the guitar me." But <laughs> then I'll, it'll be a few months before I yeah. can go back to it. But yeah. you give me, I don't know, um, Peter Bjorn and John Writer's Block. You put that on at any time, any day, and I'll listen to it for sure. Yeah, you know. No, I'm. It, yeah i guess i'm the same way like when it comes to the the more difficult music to more challenging music i should say yeah um like i'll get into something super hard and be able to time after time listen to it over and over and over again and then something clicks and i gotta go something that's a little easier on the palate yeah yeah absolutely any reason there's this band called gulch they're like a um a less technical converge okay they're disgusting. I mean, they're absolutely evil sounding music. It's great. Uh, they're on Creator Destructor Records. If anybody wants to pick up their new seven inches coming out at the end of the month, I can't even wait. Um, <laughs> but I listened to it for a week and I haven't listened to it since. And that was about a month and a half ago. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to. I wonder yet. what I, I wonder what that is. Is that is that it's it's so much compressed because you're talking about you know if this were at a slower tempo. It, it probably wouldn't seem like so much um, if if there wasn't such a proficient proficiency with the instrumentation. It like, like, like this is this is like good musicians do you need, playing crazy shit. You need to be so good to be able to play something like this. The changes are crazy. And then like talk about like we would never No, We're doing this in a mini episode because we wouldn't even attempt. No, you can't play that to cover this. No. We covered something similar to this. What was that? We, um, what do you mean? We did some thrashy thing. 
Well, it'd be the dino pileup, but no, that's not even. No, and he's 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 talking about uh Canadian um, Mike played bass. I think the Canadian. Uh, oh, propaganda! Propaganda! No, that's yeah. just fast. Yeah, that's. I mean, that, that they get technical, but that's like the one of the more straightforward, brutal. I fast will. I will say from have. a from a drummer's perspective, though, like I I think I oversimplified the roles and some of the changes a little bit, like to to yeah, play let it. Let me like, tell I, you what, you if I would have covered it, note. Mm. <laughs> but if I would have covered it, I think if I would have done it like note for note, it would have taken us a little bit longer, yeah. like because th- that dude's no joke. But yeah. You're right. George disgusting yeah. at drums. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, if I think in terms of supergroups, this to me is one of like, there's a few supergroups. Cream, fantastic supergroup. Headworm City is a fantastic supergroup. Yeah. And it, it's interesting because if we look at where music's gone and what we were around for and what we've seen, you know, for a lot of people, Cream was was pretty out there and progressive and, and, Yo, and wild. You know what I mean? Cream is like, wild shit. It really was because you got a, a, a drummer in Ginger Baker who's arguably the best drummer of his time. I mean, that motherfucker was a maniac. Gets banned from all continents except for Africa, I think, right? And, what? and <laughs> I mean, studied African drums because he, he had mastered pretty much everything else, you know, and, 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 and he's putting that to something that's on the radio. I mean, it's crazy. Um, and, and so with supergroups, you really do get this sense of when they're done well, you know, uh, they're not like chicken foot or audio slave or something where it's like, ah, you guys could have been X, but you're, but you really, were just shit. You're not, you know, <laughs> I, and, and, and it's a shame because you have great musicians that come together. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Audio slave had a good track. I think that Headwomb city is one of the ones that, that it comes together like and it works and it's really really strong because like we talked about shannon shaw this is an an opportunity for some of the members of this band to explore a sound that they don't really get to um in their in their i would say day jobs you know yeah i i i think that's a really redeeming thing because this is i think pure energy pure energy and fun yes and and not only that it's just done really fucking yeah, well, really and it's good. this burst of energy that you yep. get. You can't. I just, I just, I, I touched on it earlier. I just wish it were recorded a little cleaner because I love the rawness. Oh, that's a good point. I love the rawness of it, but yeah. when something is is like this or extraordinarily technical, but violent, I like to hear what they're doing. Yeah, and I can't really pick up on what the guitars are doing at all. Which makes me wonder if this wasn't because I can you can hear every note on a Yeah Yeah Yeahs album. Mm-hmm. Even the loops. Right? Well, the bands they they all were afforded the opportunity to be to record in tremendous studio spaces. However, how I'll push back a little bit on some Blood Brothers albums, man. Like Crimes for well, sure. The early stuff was, is... but Burn Piano Island Burn, which I think this is most reminiscent of, has a very similar sound in terms of recording. Hmm. the The snare drum sounds like I love the snare a, drum in this. It's the snare drum on this I really like. Fucking. The one on Burn Piano Island Burn sounds like. Um, just a, a piccolo being slapped you really? know what i mean like a piccolo drum that real thin yeah um yeah. And, and and you get tons of hat you get a lot yeah. of hi-hat um but everything else sounds sounds a little bit more thin and you're, sure. you're just kind of making out what's going on yeah. um and that drummer is really really nuanced and technical so he's not hitting as as hard as you'd expect he is and i think that's oh, why right because right. there's a lot going on he reminds me sounds of a drummer like he's of, hitting fucking hard 
It sounds like it, but he right. could not be getting off the shit he's getting right. off if he was raising his arms behind his head. Sure. There's no way. Right. It's like the drummer from Hella. You think that guy is hitting so fucking hard where, I mean, he's probably using 7A I've always jazz found that the better the drummer is, the lighter they're hitting. Or the lighter yeah. it looks like they're hitting. Exactly. And or they're just, you know... Uh, just very calculated in their movements. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about accents, right? And, yeah. and and they're pulling it back at the time that they need to. But sometimes I like to see that full extension just come down on a crash symbol, you know, and just fucking yeah. just. And the thing just spins. Yeah. <laughs> and the water comes off like yeah. that yeah. video. Or when you put, you, you put glitter on it and it just. <laughs> oh. Well, dude, down here, it's so fucking humid. I was playing the other day and I was like, what is this water? Is there a fucking leak? Coming from the ceiling, I realize it's just me pouring sweat and it's puddling <laughs> on the toms That's and the so fucking gross. snare and it's just flying because I like tasted it. I was like, oh God, that's not water at all. It's sweat and it's everywhere. Jeez. So fucking humid. But that's essentially how I feel at the end of this. Like yeah. I've just drank my own sweat that's ricocheted off a drum set <laughs> whilst playing. <laughs> Is, is that your final thought? That's I guess it. I. that's where yeah, I landed, yeah. Place to land. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I'm not even a drummer, and I concur. <laughs> it's just, that's, that's how it feels. Fantastic album. It's if awesome. you like any of the bands that we've mentioned or the bands that make this up, check it out. Because yeah. it's not like it's not, yeah, 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 a Head Automatica or something no. like that where the if opposite. you really like Glassjaw, you go to listen to Head Automatica and you're like, what the fuck? It's, you know, it's that, not that. Was, that. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 Disco. exactly what you'd expect, but a, a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, right. The fuck on. Yeah, it Absolutely. wasn't a. It was my final thought. Not not exactly my cup of tea, as we know. You know, I was expecting. I knew that going in, baby. Yeah, I know. You pick. I think you guys pick stuff on purpose sometimes. I just no. I loved it so yeah. much. I, was I love for, it so uh, much. I was looking for a nice cup of Darjeeling, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you gave me you gave me a Turkish coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worlds apart, baby. Yeah. Worlds apart. Um, yeah, man. I, I I can't can't say enough good things about it. It's that's fantastic. really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's where I'll leave it. I'm glad it happened. Fabulous. I hope it happens again, and I would fucking love to see him. This this one put me in the pit again. And you're an old guy like me. I'm an old guy now. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Whose pit is this? <laughs> hey, I'm sitting, baby. Yeah. Jesus. Well, thank you for listening. Make sure to check us out on social media at Fussbook. <clears throat> Yikes. Pardon. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening. And make in. sure to check us out on social media at facebook.com slash podcast on Twitter at bookrecordbeer, and on Instagram at book.record.beer. We're also on iTunes, so make sure you share that or subscribe to it, whatever you got to do on the, the iTunes there. Uh, and next time we'll be talking about a beer and what beer we're going to be talking about, Mr. Mahalik. We're going to be talking about the Double Nickel Brewery IPA. Double Nickel Brewery's IPA. Goddamn. In our faces. Can't wait. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Cheers, baby.